can't Thank handle you. all this. Thank oh. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. That yeah. wonderful, warm reception. Here at yep. the studio. We didn't even see this coming. No. No idea. No it's... idea was happening. Well, what are we toasting for this episode? It's our 50th. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Where's Where's our soundtrack? There's okay. some clapping right now. So, oh. not for nothing, but you guys know that we don't actually record the show the same day that the show comes out, right? It's on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. So, you have to be there. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Yes. No, no, That's when no. it posts. What? No, no, no. It no. doesn't. I was being sarcastic. Oh, oh Windows. So, I thought you were really, Does really anybody serious. know when this actually posts, or is it just us three that listen? Usually on Thursdays. Sometimes I do it on Friday. Wow. Usually at noon if I if I have it edited ahead of time. Edited. But we're actually recording this 50th episode on our two-year anniversary of our first ever recorded episode. And we see the date. We did not plan that. We did not plan that. What are the chances? There was a lot of circumstances that unfolded last week to get to today. Yep. It was. It's like um, Parababel Kumbaya. My yes. lord. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> this will definitely be a free-for-all. So it's our 50th episode. So yes. I think we have to take a minute to say thank you to everyone who listens and has been listening for the last two years. Who are you? Our moms. And no, my mom doesn't listen anymore. She told me today. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Alice and Rob, I would personally like to thank you for listening to the show. Oh, Jeff, I want to thank you, too. I don't listen. What? <laughs> Allison. Yes. It's great to have one fan of the show. I agree, Jeff. I agree. <laughs> no, some people are listening because they, they have little listens. So I don't know who they are, but there's a number of people that are. I don't know who they are. Well, those people out in Parababeland. Sometimes they reach out to us. They do. And I think they're going to really enjoy this episode. Because instead of our normal, we're going to come up with a topic, we're going to talk about it and dissect it and babble on about it, today we're going to babble on about each other. Oh, God. I love talking about me. Right? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Rob? Huh? Yeah? Yeah, I love talking about you, too. Oh, this thank you. This is an episode for everybody <laughs> to get to know the parababblers a little bit better. See what makes us tick. Or yes. Or not tick. Or not tick. Or whatever. <laughs> Try to understand say. that like really weird left field sense of humor when mm-hmm. you go, you know, listening to the episode and you go, I, I don't get it, but we got it. Yeah. That's where it comes in, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So in preparation for our fiftieth show, we are going to ask each other some questions for everybody to kind of get a better idea about who we are. Well, I'm gonna yeah. right? step back out of the studio. He's out of the studio. He's out of the studio. No, I'm right here. Well, you can't be out of the studio. I, I, I was getting hand signals. Oh, and like, I had to move. like the interference. Traffic controllers. Interference. Interference. One of our cell phones is like interfering. Do you do you like how I just tried to like make a football sign and I just time, time, out, time out for interference? Time out for interference. <laughs> yep. I That's our know. whole episode. Time out for interference. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I started. In preparation with two stacks of questions. One for Rob and one for Jeff. We have no idea where this shit's going. We don't. <laughs> so I think we should um, rock, paper, scissors it for the first question. Right? Should we should we rotate? Because me and Jeff have questions too. Mine are more general and I don't have as many and they're lame. Well, I do. <laughs> it's right off the bat. He's like, I'm putting the lame sticker on it. I do questions. have questions. I have general questions, and I do have 
questions directed to either one of my mm-hmm. lovely studio guests. So I'm the slacker today. It's all right. No, There's but I re- when I realized, see, the, right here, this is telling you how this show works. <laughs> we have no idea. Actually, the last episode we do, whatever we record of the evening, we turn around and say, hey, got any ideas for the next show? Of course, there's usually one guy in the crowd like me. He goes, yeah, I got it. And we all write it down, and it never comes out to what it is. So the day of the show, what do we say? Oh, I thought we were going to put him like, in a raffle ticket. And Allison chimes in in a text going, oh, no, I got 10 questions for you, Rob. I got 10 for Jeff. And I'm like, oh, well, I just did mine in general. And then Rob chirps in. So see, it's just a big mishmash of how our show comes together. That is why we are called Parabattle. But I also think that's what makes it so great. Yep. Because it, it is so unscripted, and that we never know. Very we never know what the other one's going to say. I mean, we could talk like watermelons and ice cream to. And I, I just have to say, like honestly, I'm really, really glad to be able to do the show with you guys. Absolutely. I feel like I don't know. It's just something special. In it's fun, fun land. time. Fifty yeah. episodes. I know it's not a lot in the big podcast world <clears> and <throat> all that stuff, but you know what? Fifty episodes. If you sit back and think about it, that time flew. Yeah, it did. You know, and we still obviously haven't run out of topics. There's always something to, to mangle out there. Yeah. We're always looking for more suggestions, though. And hate mail. And hate mail. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we're looking for hate mail. I think we need some well, good mail. Well, any mail. Any email, email in general. A mail. podcast at gmail.com or at Parababble on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google+, MySpace. Angel Fire. That's, oh my! In nineteen ninety one, website is hosted. Um, <laughs> Snapchat. Hey, I actually really like Snapchat lately. Okay. I know we're, we're not posted on it now. <laughs> we're on some followers. of those things. I'm kind of hooked on it. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot to be said about fifty episodes. Yeah. I mean, can we slap up any piece of shit and make it stick? Absolutely, and I think that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> let's face it, everybody else does these topics, right? Yeah. You know, and they come in and they got their, they got their investigators, they got their, you know, professors in there, and we come in and we look, you know what, bareback, we're gonna ride this all the way in. <laughs> we're the real man's man of the paranormal and supernatural world. <laughs> if you want to be called a bro, we can get you into the, the bro the, club. We're the layman. We are. Like we're mm-hmm. just like if you wanted to know something yourself, what would you do? It's what we do. The original idea to this show sprung from our actual group getting together once a month talking about different topics. Yeah. So we kind of, that kind of tailed off a little bit, and then the idea of doing the, the podcast, getting together, came about, and we took it to the very, well, we took it to the extreme of low budget, <laughs> under complete, I mean. The first version, when we weren't doing the podcast, when we were just getting together once a month. That goes back all the way to, like, what, 2010? Yeah, because Prone is going to have our 10-year anniversary next year, 2018. 2008, the group started, so we've been doing paranormal investigating for almost 10 years. Well, you guys are old. Yeah, well, Rob and I together, and Jeff not too long into the whole mix of things. But that's crazy to think about. And then the other group that branched off of it, the monthly group, where we kind of grabbed everyone from other groups that TRS. wanted to get together and talk about weird topics every once a month. 
and be Get the weird weird looks at Tim Hortons. Yep, I was going to say. <clears throat> <laughs> mm-hmm. I tell you, this format's a lot looser. Even though we took a lot of stories from TRS and we put it all together, sitting around with three people and talking about it, that's can just we can just go on and we can mash it up in which way we want. Because yep. usually those TRS meetings, yeah, we joked around, we had our coffees and drinks and hung out and BSed, and it wasn't anything too heavy. This show isn't anything heavy, but we can really just get like ADH on its ass and just go anywhere we want, and we do. I'm so glad we have Babel in the name. Yeah, because we probably wouldn't be around if there wasn't <laughs> Babel. <Yeah. laughs> All right, so we're going to play... Uh, we got any theme music like? Oh, yeah, I know. We do need some game uh, show music. Rob, let's see what I can find. <clears throat> Probably hear an ad first. All right, in the mix of doing that, see. I'm gonna have Jeff pick one of his questions. Oh, I get so to pick. I get to pick my own death card. We can start to ask some of these questions and get to know everyone a little bit better. Oh God, this like is gonna hurt. Fish. I just like to put a disclaimer out there fish. right now. What's the disclaimer? <laughs> yeah! I'm going right for the middle stack. Alright. Well, that's oh, good, well, This was a good question to start with. So, Jeff, tell us about what you like best about doing Parababble. What I like best about doing Parababble? Yep. That is simple. What is it? There's no rules. There's one rule! There's no rule! There is one rule. There is no rule. There's no rules. And we can take this. We can take this round table, which is actually square, and we can go anywhere with it. <laughs> right? We yes. have been known to table tip once or twice in our in our paranormal life. And you two guys, not this table though. No. And you two guys who uh, would want to do it on anybody else. Aw, thanks, buddy. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of that kind of <clears throat> sentimentalness going around. Oh, you haven't heard my questions. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You said anything, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Some of these are kind of like personal nature. Some of these are a little bit more, you know, show-centered. All right, Rob, go for it, buddy. Come on down. (laughs) What have you learned in the last 50 episodes of doing this show? Oh, good question. (laughs) Okay, give me... One minute here. <clears throat> D D D. Okay. D D D. Mothman is real. Okay. There it is. Number one, of course. Um, don't ever research the Ice Cream Man song. <laughs> yeah, it's got really bad origins. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny to this day. <laughs> um. Aliens, you know, they're assholes sometimes. <laughs> oh my god. Bigfoot, if you want a Bigfoot, you gotta go to Walmart, you gotta find the ribs, you gotta cover them in your pee. That's right. <laughs> and tie it and nail them to yes. a tree. Yes. Number five, never do a drinking game during a podcast. <laughs> oh, we do need to do that again, actually. <laughs> I qualify for that tonight. <laughs> Wait, how many things do I, do I have to say that? Just, I just whatever said, you want. Yeah, there was no number on there. Oh, you just started making a list. Well, I could make a list. I think you got to round it out to ten. Could. You're at six now. I'm at six now. Yeah. Oh, this is about to be number six, right? I'm trying to think of recent episodes. Um, I should never be allowed to go to church <laughs> um, and talk about it. I have a lot of movies I need to watch. Yeah. But I have not still. I said I was going to, but I never did. You got a lot of time on your hands now. You should yeah, get on that. Yeah, I know. That. Seriously. 
<laughs> um, I'm trying to think of recent episodes and past really episodes. Um, the Berenstein Bears is a massive conspiracy. Oh my god, yes. Um, the fact that he remembers this like off the top of his head. I know, right? It's pretty good. I mean, these are more recent, I think. Because usually the, the, the sound guy in the corner falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have I we have that number, on audio too. I had, number, I had number nine just off the top of my head there. It just slipped away. What was it? Um, recent episode. Oh, refrigerator suck. <laughs> Where are you going, Bud? Hello. <laughs> Such a noisy. So you got a beer cooler here, a beer refrigerator here. Yep. And usually we preset this bad boy. So if you want to send uh, a GoFund or start a GoFund for us so we can get a real studio, <laughs> we'd be happy to. You can reach us a pair of Babel, everything. That's right. You feel better now? Yeah, yeah much better. Okay. okay, now you can hear yourself think? Yes. And number 10? Ta-da. When editing podcasts, <laughs> hit, you, you want to increase the volume because it's too low. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Those are really good things. On my recorder specifically, anyway. You learned a lot of stuff right off the cuff. I'm sure I could think of more. Yeah. That was pretty good. All right, Alice. Ten things right off the bat. (laughs) We're going to run right... We're going to run this... We're going to run this nice and smooth to you. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to start you out easy. Uh Uh-oh. That was scary. This is for you. I do have general questions that you both can answer Mm -hmm. when we get to there, or however. This is scary in itself. It's not scary. It's simple. This is... (laughs) This is... Bringing you in with the piece of candy. Okay. Come here, girl. Come okay. here to the van. All right. <laughs> you're stranded on an island. You're allowed two things. What are you taking? What does Allison take? Wine. <laughs> and a pair of shoes. <laughs> Is there a club? <laughs> no, but you always see like those naked and afraid shows and they never have shoes and they can't walk anywhere. Like, nope. How are you going to find yep. food? How are you going to do it? I need a pair of sneakers, comfortable sneakers. The best one I thought on that. <laughs> so, Allison, if you're on Naked and Afraid, <laughs> what do you bring? Um, a lighter. Good answer. Yeah, that way you can start a lot of shit on fire. Um, <laughs> Burn down the rainforest. <laughs> um, and, all right, it probably should be something practical, right? Like clothes? Hmm. Can't bring clothes. You're not allowed to. You're naked. Can I bring naked, a gun? Naked and afraid. Can I bring a gun? No, because then you'd beat everything. You'd probably shoot your partner. <laughs> oh, I have a partner? What are they bringing? Because I want to bring the same stuff. <laughs> I don't know. This is your question. Okay, so I would bring a lighter and I would bring. I'd bring a book. Rob, man. We're never going on the show with her, especially if we're naked and afraid because well, she's bringing it. a book. If you're bored, you're going to lose your mind. You're bored? You have nobody to talk to. Your ass is getting chewed off. No, I got it later. Oh. You're going to finish that book eventually. Yeah, but if it's a really good one, you'll want to read it again. 21 days. Or sure. you can go with the Supermax. So, you're going to bring a lighter and a book. Well, I really like to bring shoes and wine, but... But on the island, you're bringing, like, Club Med or whatever the hell's going on in your world. <laughs> yeah. I'm an optimist. I'm going to get saved. So that's a little bit of what you would do. Yeah. There's a little bit of insight into Allison. I could throw this question out to you, Rob, if I wanted to. What would you bring to an island? A boat. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, there's always one in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> there's only one here in the crowd. A boat. 
Why? You gotta bring two things. A pair of clothes? A set of clothes? <laughs> Alright, so there's a little bit about Can't argue with that. You could borrow Allison's pumps. No, sneakers. Getting off the island. Oh, sneakers? Yes! Oh, you want sneakers? Yes, you have to have oh. good sneakers. So the pumps shoes. were for naked and afraid. I, no, I never said pumps. I, I said did. sneakers. <laughs> so you're learning about me without even yeah, asking I know. a question. You're like club man. I'm thinking like, I gotta climb a freaking tree. I'm thinking Allison running around half naked with pumps and snakes. <laughs> and a bottle and, of wine. And a bottle of wine. Snakes crawling everywhere. Where's the party? <laughs> oh my God. What do you got going on, Rob? Let's throw out some questions here. Minor General? No. Directed at both of you? They're lame. <laughs> He's got a disclaimer already. This is going yes. good. What topic, if any, would you want to revisit from the early days of Paravival when we weren't as cool as we are now and the volume was very low? <laughs> Say, well, what? Okay, what would we want to revisit? Number stations. Hmm. That was probably my favorite episode. That is the only episode we have ever done where I was literally like flipping on light switches as I went through the house afterwards. So. That was part of conspiracy theories. It was really scary. But I think you liked that episode because I don't think we really touched on an episode that was really out of our realm for touching on subjects. It was the creepy little girl. It was far. It was a little farther out than we normally touch, which I thought was an excellent Show. It, was, it was like a third third episode, something like yeah. that. I mean, that's pretty good for low budget, mm-hmm. third one in. <clears throat> Conspiracy theories is what it was. Conspiracy theories? I think if I was... That's a... Oh, man, I almost forgot about that one. I would I would almost have to go back to um, Skinwalker Ranch and the Skinwalkers because, I mean, we talked a lot about that, but it was still just a facet. There was story after story after story that you could just revisit all the time. As a matter of fact, I'm going to rebuy the book. It's one of our popular episodes ever. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. It passed Bigfoot. <clears throat> it, I don't know. Ah, damn hairy ape. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd go Skinwalker. I mean, what would you revisit? I would say Parallel Dimensions. That was okay. like a slippery slope. It was. That was a tough one. You could fall right down the rabbit hole with that. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. not too bad. Those are probably... You, no one wants to learn how to clean up a murder scene? Oh, three. <laughs> no? Nope. Or just go get that snuck in there somewhere? <laughs> episode whatever, you can watch it. It sucked, I guess. What is your least favorite episode? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All I, three of those, I think, we could do. Like, Number Station's going to be probably its own episode. Yeah. Especially now, I wonder if there's any new information out there. Because it was two years ago that we did mm-hmm. the show. Something about that actually popped up when I was researching for the last episode on Solved Mysteries. Really? Some sort of Russian uh, number station. Like it's still happening? I think so. And it went like all batshit crazy when the Berlin Wall fell. Oh my god, that's nuts. Or the Soviet it went Right, it went nuts, right? Mm-hmm. We should totally revisit that. Cause we can revisit that. Really we can be updated. <clears throat> you know, yeah. give a little refresher and then try to jump in something different here. Make yeah. it its own thing since it was just a piece of... Yeah. What we did before. We could do all, revisit all three of those, though, I think. So what, what, what's our 50th anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, our 50th episode. Two-year anniversary. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. you got to get three people together in the same room at yeah. one time. 50 times. 50 times. Wow. 25. <laughs> well, yeah. 
Pick a card, any uh, card. No, oh, it's my turn again? Yeah, I'm going back and forth. I know. I have to bring my questions up. If you could be any superhero, who would it be? Took my question. Yeah. Because what everybody knows. So who would you be? That's a good question. I think he's making up a new character. I need to... I need to this is a careful consideration. <laughs> I gotta follow up to You're that. You're taking though. this when very you, seriously. When you pull it up, when you go with Too it. Too seriously. Mm. You got the obvious choices. Which are? Batman. <laughs> I was going to say Marvel or DC. Superman? Yeah, at least. Yeah. See, I can't even distinguish mm-hmm. who's who. Yeah, I mean. So, Batman. Marvel is like all your Avengers. Yeah. And DC's like your Batman, like mm-hmm. your, mm-hmm. Um, you know, like your hardcore individual. Like there's okay. no group Superstar. stuff to the DC. Right, right. Like the Marvel's all like people, you know, the Hulk and Flash and... What? Good thing you answered that. You asked it. I was, I was going to ask that question. Well, Rob and I have had this debate Marvel really? versus DC before. Uh, and there's even a whole debate about whether Batman's really even a superhero because he actually doesn't have any superpowers. Exactly. But he's rich. Yeah. I might, I might have to lean towards Flash. Because, I mean, being really fast is cool. But he could, like, you know phase through things with vibrations and you can go so fast you can go back in time and forward in time so you have this ability to time travel so I can go back in time and I could solve all these unsolved mysteries from the last episode <laughs> and I can go to like Roswell and like whenever where the hell that was and any other time and just see what's going on was Flash actually smart or just had the ability to go back and forth he was smart too yeah okay so that would have been so the follow-up would have, my follow-up question would have been like if you chose somebody else, would you have believed in what they're doing? So if you chose Superman, would you believe that he's trying to or Batman? Do you believe in what his his protection is and what he's trying to do for you know citizens of the world? Yeah, I just don't think I care as much as Batman. <laughs> you mean you take you <laughs> care think, or carry? I don't give as much of a shit as Batman. Maybe you definitely use it for evil powers on yeah. well didn't Batman start out as a, a dark character that he was evil in the no. comics no. no I'm pretty sure he did I heard that no that's not true alright maybe it was one of them Hollywood he movies. goes through a period of disenfranchised he becomes disenfranchised for a small period of time but then he gets his crap together alright yeah that works for me ooh my turn just turn what is your biggest pet peeve about the paranormal Wow. That's you a, want this in an hour? I know, I was going to say. <laughs> biggest pet peeve? Yep. What's your biggest pet peeve about the paranormal? What is my biggest pet peeve? I know. <laughs> what I have to say? Yeah, of course. You have to share with the group. Do I have to use names? If I could edit, I could edit it out. Oh, we're going to edit again? Pause for editing. <laughs> Clap. Clap. No, we're good. Um, I'm... I'm not going to beat down on the newbies that come into the parababble, or, or parababble, the uh, paranormal field, <laughs> because we were all newbies. Mm-hmm. I think my pet peeve would be, shut your pie hole, listen to what people are saying that know somewhat what they're doing and talking about, not that it's a solved science, but listen to them. Don't come in here armed with your 
TV guns and banter. Your TV guns. And shoot your mouth off like, yeah, that's a ghost or a demon. No, listen and take your lumps like everybody else does and do your homework. I think that's my biggest pet peeve. Do you want to know what my biggest pet peeve is? You're going to tell us, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Awesome. Because it bothers me. Girls who wear high heels to investigations. <laughs> right, Maria? Uh, oh, high heels or just... No, high heels. Oh, okay. How are you, how are you serious about anything in that? You got to look good for the ghost. You know yeah. what you're going to get? Mm-hmm. Rob, what, you got a pet peeve? Mm, a few. <laughs> um, all the stupid technology that's doesn't make any sense and probably doesn't real. Are you picking out a certain show that has a lot of technology? I don't watch shows anymore. I'm sure they all do. No, only one has cutting mm. cutting edge technology. <laughs> it's cutting edge, all right. Mm. We're not going to name anything because I don't watch the show anymore either. All the things that blink and beep and light up multiple colors and say, fire, demon, kill, run, run, asparagus. So you don't like <laughs> what? Tell us to get dinner. Yes. <laughs> this is all done. So you don't like the technology. You don't like the fashion, and I don't like people yapping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're not paranormal snobs at all, kids. Fashion yapping and tech. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how dangerous it is to wear high heels to an investigation? I know it's murder when I wear high heels in my house. <laughs> I mean. It's... <laughs> All right, let me throw one out here. Um, well, Allison, you took that whole uh, you took that whole superhero one. So um, let's put this one out to if there. I'll, I'll give this one to you. Knowing what you do in your work field, mm-hmm. if you had a if you had to make a change in your work field and there was nobody there to say, hey, you know what, I, I you don't have to consent to anyone's opinions. What would be your other work field and other than what you do right now? You mean like professionally? Professionally, what would you do outside of... What What would be your next step? Well, I don't know. I mean, I have a plan. Take it away. I want to own a tea shop eventually where I could sell different kinds of tea. So if you weren't at your job and you had, back. you had all kinds of backing... Where I read cards... Where it wasn't a problem. Yeah, that's what I would want to do. I'd want to go back to like the wise woman in the community and like help people with their problems and then make them nice little special teas that would help them. Okay. Yeah, I'd want to like do something like that because I feel like in my job now I I'm de- I constantly deal with so much. Like, if people are coming to me, it's because they have a problem, but it's not in a way that I could really help with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, I always. That's like a big piece of, I think, just who I am is wanting to help. So to be able to not have to worry about like my health insurance and my pay rate and well, you know, I'm saying you're things. financially sound, and yep. Allison wants to make a career change because she's burned yep. out. What is your next step? That's what I'm going to do. You go into a, a tea gonna, shop. Yeah, I would own a tea shop, like a really cool tea shop, like legit. Would it have lighters and books? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. High heels. No. Okay. But long skirts. <laughs> Petroleum? Probably. <laughs> or at least some incense. <laughs> yeah, because think about it. Like, if I could just come to, like, a place like that every day. Like, if you've ever seen my office at work, like, it's very zen. And people always come in and they're like, oh, yeah, this space is so good. Like, the energy just feels good in here. But mm-hmm. I work to 
to make it that way. And if I had a place where like people were coming in and you know they were upset because something happened in their life or you know somebody was sick or whatever it was. I mean, you guys know now when people have issues, it's like you reach out and hey, could you do something for this or that? That's what I would love to do full time. Okay. So that's a little bit about Allison and her next career move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look for her at Allison T. Yeah, it would be something cool. Would you do it now if you could do it? Oh, heck yeah. Do you know how much less my stress level would be and how much of like a better spiritualness I would have if I didn't have to deal with the stress of everything that I do every day? Heck yeah. So does your stress come out in this show? Uh, no, I don't think so because this is not stressful for me. You know, stressful is when you're dealing with employees and, you Yeah, put the beat down on. Yeah, billing and all, you know, the regulation stuff that goes along with being in a professional environment. It's a lot different than when I'm hanging out with you guys and just shooting the breeze. Sounds good. That's fair. What do you think, bro? What do you got going on there? More, more general questions that are laying for me. <laughs> <laughs> and next up... Um... He's making one up right now. No, I, I have. Wait, that one's too late. Yeah. This did we already? Did somebody already ask their favorite episode of Parabandle? Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we figured out that it was going to be we, we Signs and Skinwalker. Yeah, that was like five minutes ago. Yeah. Again, that goes back to the part where you fall asleep at shows. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Um. What? What? Here's a good one. What would Parababble the TV show look like? Oh my. <laughs> That's an awesome question. We keep joking that one of these days we're like actually going to do it. We're it would be animated. Oh my god, yeah, it would be. There, I mean, <laughs> I'm not an animation guy. I hate animation, but you know what? Sitting in between you two guys and just like the things that come out of our mouth sometimes, we have pictures of this in our head and... For some reason, I don't know if it's just you guys rubbed off on me this way, I see it, it turns into animation and goofiness and clubs and shit like that. Rainbows so yeah, sparkle. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, could see, I could see the black man with the watermelon going up to the ice cream truck. You know, in one of our episodes, it was legit, people. Take a chill pill. <laughs> but picture all of the crap we have said in this show oh my god and put, turn it into like an animation cartoon even if you take like the old fashioned uh, book and you do the drawings on each page and then you go it'd be hysterical I think animation that's a really good thing mm-hmm. what, you, what were you thinking I don't know I, I didn't really think about it I because, just thought it because be you said your question yeah. was lame and so that's you thought we'd question. save it yeah. that's a good one I'm thinking animation because there's no other way to go with it. I mean, you can make like the oversized heads and shit and, you know, real like goofy bodies. Yeah. That's definitely a different way to take it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we need to get someone to do a character, a caricature. And then, and then you could do like, <laughs> the three you can make us. it, you can make, you can take the episode and then you make it like the show and then just kind of refine the, the whole animation cartoon part of it where we go on an adventure with the show. See, that would be bitching. That would be. Well, we might come up with some ideas just going through reminiscing and stuff. Hmm. At the very least, you guys have to create a Bitmoji so that you have your little person. <laughs> and then we can start to post the three of them together. Nice. I have one. So do I. I'm easy. I'm balls. <laughs> we'll just add things like beer cans and, you know, flies flying around my head. Oh my god, that's hysterical. Whole other level. 
But you know what I think started that too? What might have rubbed off on was the whole things with the shirts. You know, you guys, you have the shirts and it's kind of comical. And if you listen to the way Rob writes the, the liner notes for the shows, it all just says, it all just heads to that quirky animated type of like, duh, 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 duh. and that's kind of, I don't even, it's not even intentional. It's just what it is. Yeah. 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 So did we just save your question? Yeah. All right. Super. That was a good one. It's the only one, so. Okay. I got a general one. What happened? What would happen or what would you do once we found out everything we could about the paranormal and there was nothing to learn? What would be your next step in this field? Would you quit? Would you find something else to maybe laterally move to? Um, that's a hard thing for me to fathom because I don't think we'll ever get there. But um, I think I would still find something, some kind of unknown frontier. So you just wouldn't go, I'm done? No. Because I'm, personally, I feel like I'm kind of a you know, quizzical kind of person. Like, I want to know things. So... <laughs> Okay. So you this wanted is, to know why that 3D image of Jesus came down to you? This is a little bit this is a little bit of an overshare, but when I was really little, I'm talking like three, four years old, I used to go to my grandmother's house and my grandma had a junk drawer. Right? Everybody's got one of these. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to my grandma and I used to say, Grandma, I wanna look at things. And she would pull out the junk drawer and I would sit there and I would pick up everything in there and go, What's this? What's this? So you're entertained <laughs> for <this>? hours. <laughs> Even though it was right in front of you, you were entertained for but hours. But I wanted to know what everything was. So I think for me, even if there was like nothing left about the paranormal, I would find something else to, to dig into. So you would you would definitely not walk away from things unknown or unsaid or something no. like that. You would still look for things you might have to go under a rock to find. Yep. What do you think about you, Rob? What do you... Same, because like, even if we knew everything about the paranormal, you're assuming that... like. Like everything was solved, or just yeah. Well, think about it. Once once NASA reveals that there's aliens, and Bigelow comes out, and Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two says, "Hey, you know what? The shit's real. They're here." Blah 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 blah. Now what do we do? Do we carry on? Oh no, we figured it all out. Yeah, we could be living with aliens no, right now. I think I'm the same because like even on the show, like when we've had other topics, I brought in like other mysteries, like like crazy murder cases, mm-hmm. fascinate me. So I probably. Be the weird one that. So you might move into like those. crime stories or something Serial that's killers and a little more mysteries like that. Because it actually, that's going from like, like yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're going to something more tangible than the field that we're in, which is intangible at this point. Yeah, you really can't mm-hmm. just go, hey, I grabbed a ghost and I brought it home. I think that's why I like to look into those sometimes because it's like, yeah, these things actually did happen. Yeah, I, I, I find myself looking at like stories like that a little more because. In this field, it's so hashed and rehashed, and everyone's looking for a new twist on it. Sometimes there is no new twist. Mm-hmm. But if we actually hit that point, I think I would probably have to, I would have to go into like some type of mysteries, some, some conspiracy you know. theories too, unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what I mean. Like, there's a lot episode of stuff 49. To get into. Yes, actually, this is episode fifty. Don't confuse it. Mysteries was forty nine. Yes. <laughs> Don't <laughs> confuse it. Two weeks ago. This is our anniversary. Episode. I keep grabbing for the middle. I don't know why. If you could be any fictional bad guy or villain, who would it be? Oh. Uh, 
Talks amongst yourself, class. This is a good one. If I could Where's the music, Rob? Yes, where is the music? Good question. That, who, who would I want to be? You know what? Um, was Christmas version? It's nice. It's relaxing. It's chiming. I think I'd probably want to be a gangster. Not anyone in particular. Just any gangster? A gangster who is like really smooth. So like 19, like 20s gangster? Sure. Real smooth with the ladies, always well dressed, always has wads of cash. But you don't need any, you, you know I'm dirty, but you don't have to see that I'm dirty. You know what I mean? I think I'd probably want to go that. Like a lucky Luciano? Yeah, or I would want to maybe be like, um. Like an Al Capone? Oh, give me the, uh, no, we're going to come up a little bit. John Travolta, the movie, um, Quentin Tarantino. Can't think of the name right Pulp now. Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction, like one of them badasses. You just want to be a badass. I just want to be a badass. It, I, I don't have to be like a figurehead badass. I just want to be a badass because, you, be a badass. you know, I'm not really a badass in life. So, and I didn't grow up as a badass, so I figured, you know, if you're going to ask me that, I think. Any badass will do. But let's stick with the gangster, Allison, for okay. 200 Okay. <laughs> well dressed, nice tapered suit. Obviously not as heavy. A little thinner. Maybe a little hair. A little hair. Nice slick back hair. And I can shoot some pool. Got to be able to shoot some mean pool. Gotcha. Like All right. The color and money pool. Mm. Yeah, we go there. Yeah. yeah. That's what people can relate to, right? Yeah. All right, Rob. Okay. There's so many of these still. I know. Well, I'm gonna go. It's a weird one. What would you do if you came face to face with Mothman? Oh my god. I gotta. I can't say. Oh my god, I can't say. <laughs> would you scream like a girl and be like, oh my god, it's Mothman? Oh my god. Well, my initial reaction was hug him. But. <laughs> I was going a little deeper. I shouldn't have done that because the radiation would burn my eyes and I'd probably go blind. <laughs> so nope. I'd probably take a few steps back and ask him if I could record him. Well, we have a conversation <laughs> on video. You ask him? Oh, where do I even start? <laughs> I don't think anywhere in them words did I hear have an orgasm. Because <laughs> you are Mothman. <laughs> where do I even start? I know. What would you, what were, all right, just off the top of your head real quick, what's, what's some questions you'd ask him? What's your relation to injured cold? <laughs> That's a good question. It is. That okay, is a good question. question. I mean, in a lot yeah. of things. Like, why Why are you... Did you cause the, the Silver Bridge collapse, or were you trying to warn those West Virginians? <laughs> so you want to try to understand the Mothman. Yes. Where is he coming from? <laughs> what are his motivations? <laughs> <laughs> What's your character drive? Yeah. <laughs> Can I see your wingspan? Yeah. What's his motivation? <laughs> How do you light your eyes? Yeah. Oh, and what the hell are you anyway? Are you an alien? Do you have or... a tail? <laughs> are you of earthbound origin? Are you just one? How do you mate? Are you radioactive moth from the TNT factory? Can I be like you? <laughs> yeah. Is there a like club? <laughs> can I be the street beat team for you? <laughs> Blow me up with TNT so I can be just like you when I grow up. Uh, <laughs> is it tough to eat with claws? <laughs> I think they have... Uh... Does all that flying around make you tired? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And where have you been for the last 60 years? Who is your barber? 
Yeah. Oh my god. That was a good question. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep coming at you. I got one for you. You're now artificial intelligence. You're AI. But you're... Your mind control is inside a drone. You are a drone with artificial intelligence, and you're Rob. What is your first mission? I'm a drone? Mm-hmm. Like one of those flying ones? That's the only type of drone there is. My first mission. You have freedom to fly, but you are Rob. Your essence is in that drone. You are that. I'm going to Area 51. Wow, my daughter will love that because she says she didn't even wait. She went Area Fifty One. <laughs> really? I said I would, I, and my wife's like, "Oh, that's really good." I said, "Well, you should go to Area Fifty Two because there's actually an Area Fifty Two because Fifty One's taking too much heat." So yeah. now they've they quietly been working on Fifty Two. Yeah, we gotta do an episode about that because we've mentioned that a couple of times now. The new area. Yeah, 52. I just think we, dro- we kind of stay. Away, so it's a, it's, it's a lot of the topics are very common, but I think we can get into some deep shit. Yeah. So you go to Area Fifty One. Yeah, why not? With your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take the risk of getting shot down. Well, you didn't say I wasn't allowed to go there. <laughs> That's right. All right, you're paying attention. You're invisible. Because otherwise, yeah, I have that Illuminati cloaking technology. No one can see you. No one can see me. I think I know this answer, but I'm going to ask it because I don't think enough people know Allison in the way we kind of know her. Uh-oh. If you could be, if you could be anyone at any place in time historically, where would you want to be, or where would you go? Who would you be? I'd be a queen in Ireland. Ah, shit! She just threw that shit right out the window. <laughs> I had another answer. What, what were you thinking? I would say Salem. Oh no! I don't want to. Why do we want to go there? I know how that ends. <laughs> Bad news bears. <laughs> See, you have to be a queen because that way no one's gonna screw with you. And you can still do whatever you want. Or chop anyone's head off. That's yeah. right. You don't you don't like what I'm what I got going on over here? Off with the head. So Get off. Queen. Get okay. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Because you know how the other one ends. Yeah, of course. I'm not going someplace where I know they're killing all my but people. I, but I think you've said along the way that you I are I attached past, I have or a past, past life there. Life yeah. to it. And I don't think that's really come out a lot in our shows or talking because it I feel just like hasn't. I, I have a couple past lives, but that's definitely so queen. Oh yeah, so that way no one can mess with me, and yeah. I would be able to do what I wanted. Okay. Yep, and I could help people because I'd be the queen. Pumps or? No, definitely pumps then. Okay. Yeah. Never know. Yep, and definitely someplace in in Ireland or Scotland because I feel like I have some kind of kinship there. Like, I'm supposed to. I have, like, that's another. There's, like, three places that I feel very, very drawn to that I feel like I had been to before. Ireland is one of them. Salem is one of them. And Gettysburg is the other. So, with that being said, what type of king would you want? I wouldn't want one. (laughs) (laughs) That's all my questions for her, Rod. I'm going to move on. I don't know where I'm going with that, but... You just want to Something rule it, nice. hand down you, right? It's You come to me, I don't need a guy, uh-uh, we ain't playing that. Yeah, no. Well, because queens really couldn't rule independently back then if there was a king involved, so. Yeah, but we're playing make-believe here. Yeah, well, no so king. So you'd want to be a queen. Yep. <laughs> no king, no thank you. 
I mean, I'd have friends. <laughs> I'd have friends. Who needs a king? <laughs> I wouldn't want kids even then, so wouldn't be a problem. Well, that's a little bit about Allison, guys <laughs> and gals. She'd want to be a queen. Definitely pumps. No need for a king. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. We ain't having none of that. No kids. No, good. No heirs. Just uh-huh. me. Off with your head if you do something she don't like. Yep. If you do not satisfy the queen to her liking, you will be... Yeah. Or if you think my rituals are strange. Same ending. Because I'm not, I'm not getting burned. Wait. Wait. Queens have rituals now? I would. Oh, so you're going to incorporate? Yeah. I'd be a magical queen still. Magical queen. I'm magical in every lifetime I have. Oh. Yeah. See, guys? So if you're listening, Allison is magical. We're all magical. She actually came here in her uniform. I wish. <laughs> oh, man. Rob, you got nothing there, boss. You're looking like... I got I got some questions. You do? I got some. Wait um, a minute. I want to know who you guys would be. If you could be any person in any time, in any time period... Who and where would you be? I believe we had this text early. Do we have to answer our own questions? I think it's a really good question, though. I would be me 10 years ago, (laughs) so I knew what stocks to invest in. (laughs) So I didn't have to live in, like, olden times where there was no technology. And that gives you insight into Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Any time in history, any person, he just wants to go back 10 years ago and buy some stock in Apple. That'd make me, like, 56 and... What Jeff, I, what about you? What would I want to be if I had to go back? Go be friends with Zuckerberg and get in on that. Because that is really not historical time travel right there. <laughs> um, what would I want to? Who would I want to be? I know I could be the king that beheads the queen. Not in my lifetime, buddy. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to be a king. It sounds like too much work. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Too well, much helping people and listening <laughs> to them right. complain. You know, I think. Um, you just want to be a gangster? You know, this only. That, well, yeah, but that was, you know, a person, right? What was that the question? Mm-hmm. But where if I could go to the store? You know what? I hate the subject, and I've told you I hate this subject before. I hate vampires. But I would definitely want to go back to the time to see what um Vlad the Impaler was like if this if this guy was really the shit he sounds very charming (laughs) (laughs) you have him over bring him home for mom and dad because the stories about this guy were just like completely evil so I think I would like I would like to be him to see what it would be like wow okay because it's Jeff wants to be a psychopathic killer who has dinner and has everybody he's decapitated on steaks sitting in front of him and he sits there and enjoys and drinks their blood (laughs) right yeah uh, uh, well, we're getting walked out to the studio right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to take me away. Away. Uh-huh. All right, Rob. If you won $10 million, what would you do with it? Pay off my student loans. Yep. Uh-huh. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. What else would you do? Would you buy IBM? No. It's not enough money. It's probably too much. <laughs> um, decked out by Rob. <laughs> All right, ten million dollars. Pay off your loans. So far, you paid off your loans. You got nine point nine nine million left. Buy a house. 
So practical. Make an actual Parababble studio. Oh, yes, I love that. And not, not like, studio. In air quotations? In air quotations that we have now. Yeah. So, the podcast. So, with the 10 million, being the person that you are, would you be a city boy or a country boy? What would you do? Would you be, like, middle suburban? Probably middle suburban, where you don't have... Like, you're not in the middle of nowhere and, like... Country. There's no kings and queens and unicorns running around. Yeah, but but like you got space between your neighbors, you know. Okay, that's a little bit into Rob's reflection. Mm-hmm. So ten million dollars, boy, you got a lot of money left over. Yeah, so I probably have about eight million left after the student loans and investing in the giant house with the home theater and the podcast studio. Um, I would probably invest a lot. A lot of it in savings, so that I could live off of it the rest of my life. Then, <laughs> just the interest, wow. right? You, you gotta live off sleep the interest. Because eight million will go like that eventually. No, well. You think eight million would go that quick? I think so. Taxes. It could. On the big house, maintenance, other bills. You know, it's gonna cost a lot to keep the electric up in that parabellum studio and keep the ghost up. All right, Jeff. Would you rather see Bigfoot or be abducted by aliens? Allison definitely <laughs> thought about this one. It's a tough question, isn't it? Would you rather be face-to-face with Bigfoot or abducted by aliens? I'm going to say it. As much horseshit as I talk about aliens, uh, I don't think I ever want to meet them. Because they're <laughs> really just going to stick it. I don't want to be that guy. Literally. I don't want to get probed. Literally. You know, and I hear that they never, like, physically come out and are seen. Like, it's all more mental telepathy shit, and you have no control. So, yeah, I'm going to take my chances running from Bigfoot. And maybe he'll, like, jump back into his dimensional hole and, like, disappear because he's not really real. Well, if you got, if you came face-to-face with him and snapped him on your phone, you'd probably win $10 million because you'd be able to sell that, and you make a good living that way. Invest it. I'd buy your studio. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have another... Be interesting. You have what? You have a follow-up to your answer? I have another answer to that question. Another thing that I would do with that money is I would fund the Pirate Babble TV show. Oh, yes. Would it be like a really the cheap studio? Version? Yeah. An animated... Yeah, I would want to face Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. That would probably have to be... The alien thing is more later in my life that I've come to try to understand and really... You know, like anybody else, try to get a real big grasp on it. Is a bullshit? What's going on? But Bigfoot, I grew up as a young boy in the South, in in the hills or mountains, like where we were living in North Carolina. And um, yeah, Bigfoot was like driving a eighteen wheeler truck. They were just that real. <laughs> Trucks drive every day down there. That's what everybody wanted to be was truckers. And on the same foot, Bigfoot was as real as them trucks. And you know, there was no telling anybody that they weren't. So I grew up thinking Bigfoot was always that thing. Isn't it so crazy how, like, when you're a kid, like I remember being in elementary school, and our playground used to butt up to like a wooded area. Oh. There was like a fence, and I remember, Creepy. yeah, I remember being a kid and like us going over to the fence, and like one time there was like a shoe in like the woods, like somebody left a shoe there and somehow it's turned into this big huge story how there was a big black panther that lived in those woods and used to come and take kids if you got too close. Like it's nuts how your your brain just thinks like stuff like that when you're a kid. Yeah. yeah oh your mind just goes. Yeah. 
and there's no there's that's it there's no filter just like they say when you come come in from the other world there's no filter that's why a lot of us at young ages can remember such craziness because the filters aren't on be like that's why there's only one shoe because he ate the kid look it's like a paw print we also used to play Voltron though when that was at that playground too so <laughs> oh my god what I'll be the head there's <laughs> fun stuff I still love Voltron alright Allison it's your turn okay when you pass on to the next life, or the next plane, or okay. whatever your picture is, okay, and you meet people up there, mm-hmm. who do you want to be your bestie? Well, I know the answer. You're moving on. It depends on who else is there already. All right, let's let's let me refine that just by one thing. Take family and friends out. You're going somewhere. To okay. another spot, a universe. And no wherever. family or friends? Nope. Who who do you want your bestie? Who do you want to hang out with? Who do I want to hang out with? Buddha. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. Like that's hard. I think I would want like my first instinct when you said that was Jason, who's my husband. Like I would want him there because that is my bestie. If I had to, like, pick random people that I didn't really know, I don't know. That's hard because what if I didn't actually like them? Like, the idea of them was something different than what I Okay, well, we could, we, could, we could also do this. You get up to the other side, wherever the other side may be. Yeah. Who do you want to meet? Um, okay, I, I want to go and see Frank Sinatra sing. <laughs> okay. That's kind of, this is kind of where I'm driving. Um, I want to see Frank Sinatra sing live. Um, I want to have a drink with Dean Martin. (laughs) Um, That's about it from the Rat Pack. I mean, just the two of them. Sammy, eh. I don't know if I can spend some time with him. Yeah, no. Um, Emily Dickinson. Oh. Yeah. There's some insight. I love her poetry. Um, And on the same path of that, Edgar Allan Poe. I would definitely like to have a drink with him. Um, I have, like, a thing with Poe. I love Poe. So, I don't know. People that were, like, into the arts, I think, is the biggest thing. Musically. Someone who's dead. Mm. Well, besides Sinatra. Um, you know it's coming to you, Rob. Oh, man. You got your... No. You've got to work on it. Ella Fitzgerald. Nice. Billie Holiday. Nice. She's not really that old, guys. So I'm really you, not, but... She's not, so... I'm kind of... saying this is pretty... Uh, but I just feel like there's such strong, like, amazing women <clears throat> that just had, like, these unbelievable voices that it must have been something magical to watch. Um, Morrison? Oh, okay, we can, we can end an interview now. No, I mean, come on. Oh, Morrison. No, I get it. You know, I, the like, question was, Jim, who was dead? Jim who, Morrison's like... Come on, he was don't like, say it. Don't, don't. He was don't though. Don't say it. She's gonna say it. He's an American poet. <laughs> Riders on the storm. I mean, come on. Okay. That's oh, a, and and Vicky, because <laughs> that's my dude. Not when you call me Big Pop. Because <laughs> <laughs> you imagine all those people in one room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty amazing to think about. So that's pretty. 
I have pretty broad music taste. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, like, people that are thinkers. I like people that make you think, that invoke some kind of emotion. So Sammy Davis Jr. didn't. Nope. <laughs> Raindrops keep falling no, on my head. No shit, get out of the rain. <laughs> Frank Sinatra, like, I grew up listening to a lot of Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra because my family. So for me, like, Frank Sinatra's just got, like, that voice that when you hear it, mm-hmm. it's just, it takes you somewhere. And Dean Martin is, like, the epitome of that, like, bad, badass kind of gangster kind of, you He's know? got swag. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And just to kind of, like, sit there and joke with him and, like, have a drink on the rocks, you know, I think would just be pretty fun. What's your nationality? The same one I have now. I like what I am. Okay, so that's not, you're not going to get that out of her. I was going somewhere with that, but because you said you grew up listening to Frank and stuff. I'm Italian and Irish. Yep. Although, according to Ancestry.com, I'm also part gypsy, so... I don't know if I believe this stuff. Like, okay, so you know you've seen those commercials for mm-hmm. Ancestry.com when they're like, I thought I was this, and then I had my test on, and I found out I was this. So my whole entire <laughs> I'm life... actually a monkey. Right? Like, my whole entire life, my mother's, my mother's mother, so my grandmother, her parents came through Ellis Island, like, legit came through Ellis Island from Italy. My, gran- my great-grandmother was, like, 10... And my great-great-grandfather was a little bit older, but they legit came through. Like, came here, did not speak English, settled here, like, the whole nine. On my dad's side, I have two separate lineages. So one I can trace back to Ireland because those are, like, the immigrants that came here. Mm -hmm. The other side is Dutch, and they've been here since the 1600s. Like, legit. So I go and have my Ancestry.com crap done, and suddenly I'm Eastern European... Which is like Romania. You are a little pale in the summer. I don't see a tan on you. I'm like, what? There's none of that in my family. Fighting the Czech War, were you? At all. Well, because you know what screws everybody up? Is that when they look at your DNA, like my grandparents, my great-great-grandparents were from Italy. But their ancestry, in order for, you know, like I identify as Italian because that's where they came from. That's where they live. But their ancestry could have been Romanian. Could have been, you know, all those things way back, and they were immigrants themselves to wherever. Right. So, I mean, I get it, but it's crazy when you think about that stuff. I'm very proud of being Italian. I'm very proud of being Irish. I mean, I... So I just trying to wonder how you meet and Big Papa in this works. I grew up on Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you got Frank, you got Dean, you got Ella. You're kind of swinging with the pattern, and then there's, like, Biggie. Yeah. yeah. So. you got to be able to throw down, though, once in a while. What's your nationality, Rob? The same? What? If I change it? No. <laughs> we're, talk- we're talking to our people. <laughs> the people don't want to know. Okay. Well, no, it's Italian. Mostly. You are Italian. A little Irish. A little Irish? Okay. I myself have Polish, Hungarian in me, maybe a little Indian. So. My mom's got one sixteenth Native American. Just one sixteenth. Yep. Whoa. That's really what it is. Wonder what that night was all about. Technically, it's enough to live on a reservation, if she could prove it. Yeah. That's all you. You just have to prove any sliver of it, right? One sixteenth is the least amount you can have, and that's like full, half, quarter. One sixteenth. Okay. Dealing with a card here. Take the other one. Oh, wait, does that one have to go? No. 
What are you most afraid of? I know this. Uh, He's actually said it a couple times in the show along the way if we're thinking the same. Have I? I've heard you say many times it might frighten you. Children? (laughs) Wow, there goes goes the last remaining two people of the audience. (laughs) They got kids. (laughs) Who's this asshole? (laughs) <laughs> oh, wait, oh, it is my kid. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry. What? What are you afraid of? You're not afraid of anything. I'm afraid of so many things. Yeah. I don't like. Like I would. I'm more like when we go to haunted buildings. I'm more afraid of like the giant spider and centipede thing that's gonna crawl at me and bite me than. Ghosts and demons. Okay. So you're tangibly afraid of something, not intangibly. You're afraid and of heights, ghosts. heights, heights. I cannot go hiking anywhere where there's a little bit of elevation. I would, I would fall. have. I would have guessed puck wedgie. Oh, I was gonna read it. Uh, they're okay. You know, we've talked about that a couple <laughs> times. That they get in the way. Okay, Jeff. Oh, jeez, she got a serious look on her face. If you can see this. Where is okay? So out of anywhere in the world. What do, what place do you think has the most paranormal activity? I am going to go with uh, places like uh, Romania, Czech. There's a lot of heartache and a lot of sadness and death out there. Um, Be careful now; those are my people. <laughs> yeah, well, they're dead, so <laughs> tell them to catch the next unicorn in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> places like that are kind of somber and have a really negative bad vibe or history a lot of death I would go some of those war torn nations you know but on a really positive side I'd like you know I'd like to say like if I could go to Italy and do some paranormal stuff because that'd be kind of cool too but I think the darker countries you know the images you see are the you know it's overcast, it's dark, and you know, there's a lot of death. There's you know society hasn't really gotten to them yet to where to bring them up to where we are now to get them out of this this mucky funk that they're in, and it just kind of lays on top of each other. So that would be my answer, Alex. Cool. That's all you got. Look <laughs> at Rob. He's like Rob. You awake? Oh, I got. Here you go. No, I, I got some more. Oh. Well, I got more questions, though. I haven't run out yet. Okay, Rob. Name the place you would most like to investigate anywhere. Okay. Do I have to name just one? Because I had three came at the top of my head. Then your top three. Okay. Easy one. We'll start at number three. Stanley Hotel. Good choice. Number two, that island off the coast of Italy. Um, I cannot even trust yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure down there. Um, Poli Island. Yep. Okay, um, that place. <laughs> the catacombs in Paris. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I don't see that. Don't interest me. Thousands of dead bodies just hanging around. Just stacked up? Yeah. No. No? My cousin used to go in his dad's garage 
And he had dozens of dead bodies stacked up. <laughs> Where is this going? He had a lot of Halloween props, and there were skulls. Yeah, but these are real. These are real, though. They were real. <laughs> I just didn't want to say that in case anybody was listening. <laughs> I used to go in there and see skulls all the time. How he got them, I don't have any idea. It's probably like labs or something, but... Yeah, you hope. <laughs> Pavonia. Yeah. That's where you would go. I yeah, like Pavonia. Pavonia. Yeah. But who knows? We'll see. I may be trying to convince someone that we should go to Paris for a honeymoon because there are said catacombs underneath. I don't give a shit about anything above the ground, but there's dead people down underground. You think they would be haunted? Oh, yeah. Why? Well, It's like a cemetery. Yeah, but think about how many people have gone to visit their loved ones and the energy that's left behind all because that of that. All that schmutz that they left all over, the coming in there, touching all the skulls. and Yeah. And the weeping. All right, Jeff. When you aren't parababbling, what would people find you doing? Keep it clean. <laughs> wow. Right there's a tale that, you know, you know, I don't have to answer the question now. <laughs> I, anything Jeff does outside of parababble is not clean. I, I cut my toenails last night. I kind of resist. It was too funny. Um, what will you find me doing? You will find me. Oh, my God. You will find me researching mm-hmm. paranormal stuff. <laughs> yep. All right. Watching horror movies. Okay. Paranormal. My family. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, daydreaming. Okay. All right. So. Um, daydreaming about the paranormal. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Could you ever work as a janitor in a strip club? <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. Last thing in the world. Yep. You would still be like, no. Nope. Just no for the record, Allison cannot be a janitor. I in a feel strip like club. all the women that work in those clubs have daddy issues and have come to that job by yeah, some. But if it's just a cleaning job, you're not there bad... stripping. Yeah, you're not there, I you don't would have feel kids. really bad for them, and I would just be like, "Sweetie, come to my office. Put these clothes on. <laughs> come to the bathroom." Yeah, and then I'd want to throw punch guys a lot just because of the ridiculous things that they would probably do and say. I'm too much of a feminist for that job. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rob, if you had no technology at your disposal, what would you do with your time? Clean. <laughs> Stopped them dead in his tracks. You had to see the look, folks. Everything that I do with that does not involve technology. I just went through like everything that I did today that doesn't involve technology. Literally, that was it. This is clean. Clean. You and have I no technology. Vacuum. I can't vacuum. No TV. No vacuum. No so recorders. No computers. Cloth. I got a dust cloth and I'm just <laughs> dusting. We have. Clean. We I got nothing else to do. I... Like video <laughs> record this. So that's what you would do. You would clean. That oh was, my that is literally the only thing I did today that does not. That's today, but technology. think about it. You do have technology all around you. Take it away. I brushed my teeth. Does that come? Because I used the water, which oh technically boy, is some kind of going technology. on here. Oh. I used running water, so I don't know if that counts as technology. Rob, if you didn't have toys and gadgets, what would you do? It was pretty much where I was heading, but if you're going to clean, that's okay. 
Yeah, literally, that's all I. What would your pastime be? Okay, yeah. what would your what would your well, pastime you know be? I would do. I would have to like go to a library and get physical books to read things. So you'd read more. Yeah, because well, you'd have more time, obviously, after you cleaned. Yes. Okay, Allison. <laughs> if you were a fly on the wall, who would you spy on? So many people. Or places or things. It doesn't have to be necessarily people. The Oval Office at the White House. Because <laughs> I want to know what's actually going on there. <laughs> Number one answer. Seriously? I said that to my wife. She goes, I don't hey, trust she any think. media. She went, White House. Yeah. I really want to know what's going on there. Um, that is really... And you get a lot of secrets. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And and I feel like everything is so biased one way or the other that the only re- the only way you'd ever actually know what the deal was is if you heard it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go there. Definitely. Um, where else would I want to go? Well, some, okay, that that's kind of like a that's kind of because you're a curious type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's a serious issue to mm-hmm. be a fly on the wall in the White House. But for something for fun, what would you? Where would you go to spy? Um, on people I don't like. <laughs> Are you sure you're trying to say that people don't like you? No, that people that I don't like. That you don't like? Yeah, I'd want to go and spy on them to see what they what they do. To see if they... It's kind of like, what does time do when time's not here? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Because I might find that, you know, maybe they have like a really sad life and that's why they are the way they are. And I'd feel bad for them. Or I'd just find out that they're jerks <laughs> and I could keep not liking them. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I want. I want to go to the deepest spot in the ocean. We could be a fly on a wall. Well, then you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Jeff. saying. Wherever I could go. Jeff. That's Jeff. Dead fly. All right, Jeff. What has been your least favorite Parababble episode? <laughs> this one. No. <laughs> no. 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 Didn't we do one that totally didn't interest me? I told you it didn't interest me. What was it? It was um. It was so... You blacked it out. You can't even remember. <laughs> it was that bad. Was it... Vamp- Did we do vampires? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be it. Yeah. I think that you made some comments about sparkliness and how this was stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you, I said it. You can't believe it. <laughs> but yet everything else we do, we can believe. Right. <laughs> Rob, when you were five, what did you want to be when you grew up? Six. Yeah. <laughs> Seventy-two. Like I want to be. That's how I felt. <laughs> I felt. No, from what I remember, seeing things from when I was little, I either wanted to be a police officer for some reason, or I wanted to work at the bank because I thought they had a lot of money there because they had all the money at the bank. They do. Just not so for you. So my thought process hasn't changed much. <laughs> I'm just a little smarter now. I hope. So you want to be a cop or? Work at a bank when you're that age. I think so. From what I remember. <laughs> also a Mothman hunter. You didn't know that at five. No, he, he didn't have the switch turned on yet. Yeah. It was in him. That's it? Yep. Well, I have questions. No, no. I mean, that was your answer. That was my answer. Okay. <laughs> We're just wondering. Is it my turn to ask questions? Sure. Okay. This might play out better if it was recorded video-wise. Because <laughs> the looks are back and forth at each other. What is the actual, like, legit most creepy thing that you researched for the show? 
Hmm. There's been a lot of creepy things. <clears throat> I think for me it was the serial killer episode. What's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the lost episode. Um, serial killers in general. No, because we did do... We did, like, famous serial killers. Yes, we did. Was it all that same episode? Could be. Maybe it's the chick that I'm talking about from the vampire episode then. The one that killed all the maidens and used to bathe in their blood. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Things like that really creep me out. Mm -hmm. Things that people actually did yeah. creep me out. The human lampshade. Remember we talked about that? And how that was like a whole big conspiracy mm -hmm. because that showed up on like the curb. I don't even remember what episode that was from. But you, do you guys remember the story? It's uh, vaguely. There was like weird artifacts or something that we did. Haunted objects maybe. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. And it was the lampshade that was made out of human skin that like some guy found at a yard sale and bought and then found out that it was actually human skin and they thought it was like from like the Nazis. Yeah, stuff like that that people actually do creeps me out. I can deal with any kind of supernatural, paranormal kind of thing, but when it's a real person doing things like that, I, I have a hard time with that. What creeps you out? Similar. Like, things that actually happen where there's documented, like, proof mm -hmm. of an end result. Like the last episode, like that Eliza Lamb thing, that was kind of creepy, you know, because mm -hmm. like, you have a dead person, and you have all these weird things surrounding them, so stuff like that, and also, you know, just things that there's not an easy way to like, explain it away, that's just creepy. Like some of the Mothman stuff was weird, like when you get into the Men in Black stuff, that's pretty creepy. Interesting. Black Eyed Children. Creepy. Well, if you think about them showing up, like my vision is if they show up, they ring the doorbell, and of course it's an older house, and they come up and you open the door and there's always just like the one light on the porch, and it just kind of throws enough glow that you see two little kids there with the black eyes and they're staring there at you mm -hmm. and they start talking this mechanical voice. I can see where that'd be creepy. Throat punch them. I think creepy houses. It, just going to creepy houses that are empty or looking or if you come across an empty building that looks creepy, I think your mind plays the worst tricks on you ever. And I think the other thing that was kind of really out of all these episodes that we did, which was one of everyone's favorite, you know, how to clean up a crime scene. I did a lot of reading on that, as much as it shows, you know, did what it did. But these people go in there, and what they're cleaning up, and how they're cleaning it up, and the horror stories, like, after they clean up, you know, they still find teeth embedded in the walls, or the blood soaks into the floorboards and it's just that yeah. type of that was like again I think I think if you talk to any paranormal investigator or, or a person who wants to study into stuff that's you know unexplained real things are what scares people yeah because it's it's hard it's, to wrap your mind around how somebody could do that to somebody else right I, I, I'm pretty sure we would all be scared shitless if a ghost popped out at us and we all three or four, whoever's with us, saw it physically jump out. We would be, we would be like, oh shit, that would scare scare us. But, you know, would you continue to go back to that place again to see what would happen again? Mm -hmm. Probably. Because we haven't had anything ill-wise happen to us, like physically, like, <clears throat> smacked across the face and you're like, get out of here. It doesn't really happen like that but yet you know you know a friend or someone who's passed away or was murdered or something gruesome 
the reality of it is, you know, when you look at some of these shows, you could really probably go that route. Yeah, real life is scarier than yeah. anything else. You said all the time. It's not dead people, so it's alive people that you worry about. So do we know enough about each other here? I, I don't know, do we? We've, we've been going for like an hour. I only have three 15, more questions left for each of you. So we might as well dig deeper. Episode 50, go over time. All right, Rob. What do you like most about doing Parababble? Finding out about and researching the strange topics is cool. Like, aside from ghosts, and then, like, just recording the actual show then is fun, I yeah, think. I think so, too. You know, just, like, sitting you, around recording. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you never know what the hell's coming out of mm-hmm. anyone's mouth. Yeah. Or where it's going to go, because we don't tell each other what we research. No, not really. Even if we research the same thing. Yep. <laughs> but some of it, we always end up finding yeah. different Jeff, do you ever think you will come face to face with a ghost? I was not Ooh. expecting that to take <laughs> that long. Ooh, face to face. Someone shoot that one. Is that Felipe from Mexico? What's going on down there? Uh, do I think I'll ever come face to face with a ghost? If I take the question at face value, yes. I think I will at some point. I've come pretty close. Mm-hmm. Really close. And then, but like, no, I have. I have. Yes, I have. I have come face to face and it scared the shit out of me. It actually startled me. I had to jump at like three, four feet. It scared me. And no, it wasn't Mike coming out of a dark, empty room. <laughs> like full-fledged, materialized. Where you can apparition. see, like I know that's a person. No, not like just I'm a talking like white facial apparition. features. Yeah, like. Um, I think so. I, I uh, you know, it, it falls under the "be careful what you ask for" when mm-hmm. you go ghost hunting. So I, I believe at some point we will, I will, but it has not happened. I've had people around me say, oh, did you see that apparition walk by? He's like, it was a half a guy, and he just cruised right by this room. I'm like, what? what? She's like, she just went down the hall. See, I always I have don't... this like weird thing happen where, because, I mean, you guys have investigated enough with me to know that sometimes I'll feel like there's something somewhere, and I can describe it, but I and I don't always know if other people can see it. But there's been two times where I felt like it was really there. One of them was at Rolling Hills. I was walking down the hall and you know where like the library like living room was set up? Mm-hmm. Right before you got to the cafeteria. And as I walked down that hallway, I turned my head to look in the room and there was a man standing in it. The only other time it's ever happened to me was at the Nick where one of the rooms, the one with the cat, that front room, had the like the armoire yeah and I was coming out of the room and I forgot something and I turned around to go back and there was a man standing there but like split second not to the point where it was like any kind of acknowledgement do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. like that's what I'm like for them to realize you're there and for me to realize you're there someone's on the same page yeah 
Yeah. Like recognition of each other. I've had that happen audio wise and I've had walking into like you said apparitions but no no straight hey oh you look like a guy from the 30s or whatever yeah not that distinct so yeah a face-to-face can I I still think it's a I I still think we can see that stuff we'll all if we really go and look for it we'll find it but and you know just kind of tail off a little bit that I don't think we're ever going to get to that next step of solving everything that's going on it's just it's too big yeah i don't think it's meant to be seen the way people like describe it on shows what do you think you seen anything no wait a minute no you did when you guys were down in um where'd you guys go the big hospital down south waverly waverly where the guy was walking up on the, and you had him in focus in the camera oh yeah, yeah. the doctor mm-hmm and you saw him? Did you see a well, face or was it more of a... No, it was just a, it was a shadow person. It was a shadow person? Yeah. Okay. It was clearly... It was two two shadow people, but... But nothing distinct like where you yeah. would catch a face yeah. and go... No, oh, hey. no like facial features or anything like that. Did you ever see the woman on the stairs at the Historical Society? No. Or did you just think you saw her? I never saw her or thought I saw her. Which woman on the stairs? Do you remember when we did the investigation there and we were all sitting in the big open area and there was like, I don't know, some point during that investigation where I had said something about like, I feel like there's something over there and you were like, yeah. And oh, I was like, what is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't, no, I didn't see, see. It was your spidey sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Hinsdale. Saw Again, a man. Shadows. He actually talked to me, though. That was a little creepy. Yeah. But nobody else saw him. But nothing face-to-face. He didn't say anything to me, but he smiled at me. But you felt that. Was it the impression? Yeah. Right. But nothing where you turn a corner. Yeah, no. And you're like, like oh, snap! Mm Mm-mm. Like, I've had an apparition, a little girl apparition at Rolling Hills when I turned and walked into the coolers, in which was the bakery, which now they figured out, well, I figured out a while ago, that that was actually the morgue, and turned the corner, and after I put the purple lights in, that room wasn't working for that light, and I went to say, oh, that room's not a light, and it turned, and there was a girl, white apparition, but you could tell she was a girl, but she didn't have no clear cut defined face like oh you know she looks like six she looks like this person you know right you just knew the impression of it was a girl so yeah ooh we're getting down to the nitty gritty we are oh, gonna hurt again. Jeff why do you think Parababble is the greatest podcast ever because there's no other Parababble out there that's right there's only one there's only one good answer good answer and there's no rules we can do anything we want. We I only have one question left for the both of you. Does anybody else have any questions? We'll answer you. We'll... I have one question. You have one? How many questions do you have left, Jeff? Well, I have one, but I don't know if I'm going to pull it out of the hat. All right, so let's do these. Rob, what is your favorite horror movie? Ooh. Well, that's easy for me. I know that one. Evil Dead? That'd be my second one. What's your first one? The original Dawn of the Dead, George Romero's. 
good one. That's the one that I w- watched late mm-hmm. night and like, oh, this is so cool. I like, it's weird. Maybe that's why I'm in the paranormal. I like the feeling of being trapped or alone in a building and knowing there's nothing else out there and you're in the middle of it. And, you know, it's like almost like a fight or a survival technique. I think that's kind of cool. I like that isolation feeling. Until something talks to you or chases you and throws shit at you. Bip it. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, what is something people would be surprised to know about you? Mm. What would people be surprised? What the, where'd you get this one from? Reading on this? No, I got nothing. What would people be surprised about? Um, I'm less of an asshole than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually more giving than people would would say or think by my actions. I was gonna say that you're like you got a lot softerness to you than you let on. I was gonna say that, but then I didn't really want to. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really want to girl out on the show. <laughs> but yeah, I would say something like that. That hard-ass image ain't always hard. All right, I'm done with my questions. Yay! Yay! Last question? I got one. All right. It's a, it's a good one to end I with. I guess it's probably like. a general question. Yes. <laughs> what do you see for the future of Parabell? I think we need to actually record an episode one time and like put it up on YouTube while we do it. I think stuff like that, more like social media stuff. Cause I think it's hard. Sometimes it's like Jeff said, like the facial expressions and the goofy things that we do, like you miss that through the recording. And when I listen to the shows, I chuckle at things because I remember like what happened. Mm-hmm. But if you only hear it, I think you, know, there's, you just think, right. Yeah. There's pieces of it that you're missing sometimes. What do I think the future of Parabrabble holds? Advertisers, money, greed, <laughs> power. No, uh, <laughs> I I think that's the next next. That would be the next natural step. I think that we've done fifty shows so far, and we've done them pretty much just by the seat of our pants in a sense. I mean, not that we haven't researched, and I'm sure we've come up with bullshit like off the target off the mark answers that people like oh these guys suck or this or that but I think after you do 50 because I was thinking about this today I think we're just going to kind of take the next natural progressions and the steps to kind of just move Parababble up a little bit you know so you're saying we're going to sell out <laughs> listen Zach um <laughs> Well, I always say, if you want, like, a hardcore research serious show, this is not the show for you. No. If you want to just, like... Fall asleep, go somewhere else. No. Well, now we can actually... People can see you falling asleep on camera. But I think it's yeah. always, like... It's, like, if you just sat around with your friends and had a beer or a cup of coffee and talked about this stuff, that's what this show is. And I think that's why it's still fun after 50 episodes. Let's just say 50 years. <laughs> Let's go, shit, I feel it. You know no. what I mean, though? Because yeah, it does... Like, it's yeah. not the pressure to, you know, always do all be this. on the spot and yeah. always have this or have a guest. And, and have we all that, have lives have outside have of this. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know, we can't devote days on end to researching every single episode, and I think we'd start to hate it if we had to do that. 
But I do want to do like some teaser commercials. Do you remember when we talked about that when we first started? Yep. Well, that was when we were on a radio network. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But I still think we should record some and just kind of put them out there because they would be really funny. Just a little in-between fillers? Mm-hmm. It's more editing work for you? Yeah. So you better get your sleep. <laughs> oh my Other God. than the show? Where is our first Parabangle commercial? Because I think we have to put that up for our 50th episode. I don't know. I probably do. That was funny. That was some funny stuff. I probably have that somewhere. Is Bigfoot real? You have to find it. Oh my god. That's like so funny now. Yeah. I'm sure I have it somewhere. So we'll have to play that. I think the biggest thing is just to thank the people that do listen. And I want to thank you guys because the show wouldn't be a show without the two of you. Oh. Is this where I'm supposed to show my soft side? Oh. <laughs> Shit. I knew she had a point. We should hear that full house sound effect where they go, oh. <laughs> no, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, if it was two people or one or five, I mean, the dynamic would be different. And we yeah. said that right from the beginning. We're like the dynamic just kind of works. Happy, dysfunctional family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't always agree on our, our topics or whatever we do, but we just go about our business. We get in the car and drive down the road. And when the show ends up, it ends up. And if people, when we've, it's not like we haven't warned people. Like, right. hey, you're getting what you're getting. You don't right. like it? You don't have to listen. But in the sense that people who are out there downloading this stuff and listening to it, we might, you know, we might appeal to them. And that's, the, I think, you know, thanking them and, you know, just doing it. Like yeah. I said, the last couple of days, I was kind of like an awe, just going fifty shows of like this. Hello. I think we have to. We have to end. <laughs> Hi, Ma. Hi. How are you? Well, been a rough day. Well, I got some happy news for you. What's that? I'm calling you because we are just finishing our taping of our fiftieth Parabellum episode. Oh, how cool! Yeah. Fifty. Nifty fifty. So we're calling you because we know that you're the only person that still routinely listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had more time. I'm gonna have to catch up, but I do enjoy your shows. Well, we had to uh, we had to figure out a way to end the show, and I thought there's no better way than to call you and tell you that this is the fiftieth episode because you are the one person that I always. I'm like, I talk about. I'm always like, thanks, Mom, for listening. My stories always relate back to Mom. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah, so uh, so thanks for that. Yes, thank you. Oh, you're most welcome, and you guys are amazing. I learned a lot from you. Yeah, we learned a lot, too, doing this show. <laughs> what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right. I'll uh, I'll call you back in a couple minutes. Okay, yeah, we'll be here. Okay. Congratulations. High five to everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Congratulations on the big 5-0. Awesome. Thanks, Mama. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Good night, everyone. Night. Good night. 
even knows how to end an interview. She's like, say, talk to everybody. I have to talk to you. This is a great show. So I'm like, wow. So who's feeding her lines? Did you feed her? No, she had no idea I was going to call her. But I think sometimes it's so funny when I do it to her. Hi, like, what are you oh. doing? Uh, just doing my hair. It does not get any more real than that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Well, they figured the 50th show had to end with somebody saying congratulations. <laughs> Other than us, like, high-fiving each other. <laughs> One listener we know we have. There you go. <laughs> All right, we lied. We got, like, two listeners. Yeah. I listen, like, you know, every other couple of weeks. Does that count? <laughs> I don't download. I just listen. No, it doesn't count. <laughs> well, from Parababel to... The great big blue marble out there for all the people listening. Here's to 50 more. 50 more. Bye. (laughs) Talk to you later. (laughs) I gotta go call my mom. (laughs) End that right like it should. Uh, We're off? We're still on air? What's going on? (laughs) I guess we're done. Sorry, this is bullshit. (laughs)